Hey, this is Jim, and you're listening to the podcast edition of the Jim Toth Show. Hear us live weekday afternoons from 1 till 3. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. And as you heard the weather, it's another scorcher. We're going to talk about that over the weekend and what you did. 780-6868. You can text in on uh, what you're feeling, how you were dealing with the heat on the afternoon. We're going to talk about that in our next time uh, too. But uh, did uh, want to get this out. Good afternoon. Text came in 780-6868. Dougald and Bournay Drive. Police involved accident is blocked there. So make sure you have that traffic tip with you if you're heading to that area. Right now we welcome in uh, Gordon Giesbrick, Professor, Faculty of Kinesiology and Recreation Management at the University of Manitoba, but also known as Professor Popsicle. Hello, Professor. How are you? I'm doing great, Jim. How are you? I'm doing excellent, thank you. I uh, teed off on a golf game at 107 yesterday, and I'm wondering oh. if that was a smart idea, and I'm thinking it wasn't. Well, you know, if, uh, when you know it's going to be that hot, it's, uh, you know, you're going to, you're potentially in for trouble. Like, uh, you know, even when we knew the, the a couple of days before the marathon this year, I thought, well, they're going to have trouble when they, when they actually run it, if it's that weather conditions, and it was, so... Yeah, I, I played a very simple equivalent of lawn darts game last night, and I thought, man, I must be becoming a very old man because I'm sweating like crazy here. <laughs> and then I found out that last night at seven o'clock we set a record for the uh, the basically the highest absolute humidity on record. Wow! So we record set last night. Yeah. Wow! Interesting. According to. I guess I shouldn't say who I got it from because it might have been comp- a, com- a competitor. But anyway, the, the information. <laughs> it's it's all fa- as long as it's factual, it's all good, uh, Professor. Yeah. Um, I want to I, I want to say that because like I I kind of sound like I'm joking, but I'm not. Um, I was going to golf su- Saturday morning. Thunderstorms washed it out, so we wanted to get a game in, and so we just picked in the afternoon and said, "Oh, it'll be hot." And, I, and there's a difference I think people need to be aware of between 35 degrees. And then 35 degrees with that kind of humidity. And I realized that after, like, I, I don't think I'll do, well, I know I won't. I won't do that again because I was fine. No. I hydrated a lot, but it's just exhausting. And I, I just think it's unhealthy. Am I right on that to say, you know, next time, if that humidity is with that temperature to not do anything outside for that extended period of time? Yeah, it's interesting. So, like, I think we all know about wind chill, right? It's, uh, you know, minus 10 feels colder when there's wind. Uh, so what we have the opposite is like the, the heat, there are a number of heat stress indicators you gave one before that it feels like 38. So it, it, it's temperature and the humidity. So our normal response to get rid of heat in the, when we're hot is, uh, you know, we, uh, the main one is we sweat. And that puts liquid on our skin. And when that liquid evaporates, it cools off the skin. And and the reason that you feel hotter at a given temperature when, when the humidity is high is because you can sweat all you want, but the, that liquid can't evaporate because there's already so much water in the air. And this is what the problem is. So, uh, you know, you can, one of the things you need to do absolutely is hydrate like crazy. Um, but the problem is, you know, you can still uh, fuel your sweating, but the sweating's not doing you any good. All that sweat is just dripping off your off your body onto the floor or the ground because it can't evaporate. Right. So that's interesting. So let's get into this in particular, not just about yesterday, doctor, but what are some tips to keep cool? What do you advise? What have you found out in your research? Well, the, the number one thing is just being aware. 
right? Uh, aware that when it's really hot, that's bad, and when it's really humid, if you're noticing that that you're you've got li- you know just liquid on you all the time, and you're not, and it's not drying off, it's not evaporating. You you should just you know have a little red flag up in your head there and say you know I should be keeping aware of how I feel here. So obviously you want to you want to limit your exposure. Right, if if it's going to be thirty eight degrees or or whatever, you know, don't go sit out on the beach or go go start doing a construction project for four hours. Uh, you know, go out if you're going to come in the shade or come inside and just just alternate what you're doing. Uh, you know, if you have a choice, go in the shade because a huge part of, of of the heat load on your body comes from direct, you know, the radiation from the sun. Uh, wear a hat. That'll help because your head is, is is susceptible. You know, I got a, I've had a few headaches in the last couple of weeks here. And then drink, of course, and uh, and and water's good. Um, but if you can get an electrolyte replacement drink, like any of the commercial uh, uh, drinks, there's lots of them out there uh, that will help. Because when you sweat, it's not just water. You're also the sweat. You know, if you if you get it in your mouth, it tastes salty. Well, that's because you're losing electrolytes like salt so you need to replace that and then um, you know the clothing you're wearing loose loose clothing is good uh so that you know maybe air if there is a wind that can flow you know underneath your clothing again uh, that that well it might help you cool you off as long as the temperature if the temperature is 38 then wind warms you up actually but that's another story (laughs) yeah so um yeah, wind accentuates whatever it is. If if the air is warmer than your skin, wind actually feels warmer. And if the air is colder than your skin, then you have wind chill, right? So, well, let's get into some don'ts then, Gordon, because I'm I'm pretty sure there's some myths out there yeah. that people think they do. I was even talking about when I was covering baseball in the summer. One of the the coaches was having a coffee when it was 38 degrees out, and he said, "Well, this actually cools my body down when I drink something hot." I want to get into stuff like that. What are the don'ts to do when it's this hot? And what are some of the myths you've heard that you want to dispel? Well, I think the coffee thing is a bit a bit funny. Uh, I think the theory is that coffee will make you vasodilate. So I, me- I mentioned sweating as one of the main uh, responses. The other response you do have is you uh, it's called vasodilation or increased blood flow to the skin. And then your skin is like a, a hot water radiator, and, and you lose heat from the skin. So I, I think the idea is if you drink a coffee, it'll a caffeine. Well, yeah, that's a good question. It'll make you feel a little warm, so then you'll vasodilate and lose more heat, which just doesn't make any sense. The bottom line is uh, the most important thing about if you were drinking a coffee is not so much the temperature, but the fact that you have liquid that you're replacing. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. I think I, I think just the whole idea. Uh, there's a lot more myths with cold than there are with heat. But I think one of the things about heat is it can sneak up on you, as, as does cold. But I, I gave an interview like this a couple of years ago. We had an, an upcoming heat wave, and I said one thing I will not do is you won't find me sitting on the beach all day in the heat on Saturday. And then I had a job I had to do to, to rebuild a dock, which was in between two cottages, and the sun was beating down. And I kept looking at the lake saying, I should go jump in there for a bit and cool off. And I said, oh, no, I'll just do the next part. And next thing I knew, I had to say, excuse me, I have to step aside here. And I started throwing up, because I, and I actually I couldn't believe I gave myself heat illness. And so you need to be very – so first of all, be proactive. Uh 
alternate the amount of time you spend in the sun versus shade or inside. If you're by a, if you're at the beach, absolutely go in the water every once in a while and cool yourself off, and then be aware. Like just you know, if if you start to feel different, um, interesting. So I've only had heat illness once a couple of years ago there, and I was just in Turkey uh, for uh, dealing with some uh, Ukrainian orphans, and uh, about three weeks ago, and it was very hot and humid, and I can tell you the time of day and which day I had. To, I told my friend, hey. I'm going to have to quit here pretty soon because I I have had this feeling before and uh, I'm not going to go long enough so I start throwing up again. And so the, uh, and so we did end the event and I I was okay, but um, that, that really helped. I suspect if I hadn't had heat illness before, I might've just tried to tough it out and, and work my way through it. And, you know, an hour later I'd have been throwing up, uh, with with early stages of heat illness, and to so not make there different. No, sorry, finish your thought. No, no, finish your thought, doctor. Uh, so uh, things like uh, nausea is a, is a you know that's a that's a standard uh, response when you're starting to get heat illness, but headache, uh, just just things that are different that you feel something different. That's a warning sign, right? I mean if. If you're out in the sun all the time, all summer, and you generally have a, a general feeling, and, and then one day you start to feel a little bit different, anything negative, you should just think, hey, uh, maybe I should uh, you know, go jump in the water or go inside for a bit or you know, drink some more. And the other thing, one, one thing you can do, especially if you're wearing like a T-shirt or something, is you can just pour water over yourself. Uh, that will help. And not to make light of your own situation, but I think that speaks to even like somebody yourself, how fast it can creep up on you. Well, no, it blew my mind. Yeah. I, I was standing, as I was throwing up, I'm going, I cannot believe that this has just happened to me. How, how did I let this happen? Right. No, and that, that, that's a great lesson to share. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Well, thank you. This has been fascinating. Professor, I really appreciate your time and your insight as always. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners uh, got a lot of good information out of this. So thanks for this and stay cool. Thank you. Uh, Thanks, Jim. Keep cool, bud. Yeah, you too. Uh, Professor Gordon Giesbrick, Faculty of Kinesiology and Recreation Management, University of Manitoba, better known as, uh, or as well known as Professor Popsicle.